0: Yeah, I'm Stacey Daniels. And I am Oja Lopez. And this is Relationship. We are really excited to have you guys here listening with us. And, are people uh, going to listen? I think people may
1: listen. I think not my mom, hopefully. Okay, I hope I my, mom my mom listen doesn't listen either. She's a
0: conservative mm-hmm. Catholic lady.
1: Yeah, if we talk anything about sex, which I hope we do. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really hope we do talk about sex.
1: Um, okay, so I guess the, what we should talk about is obviously the reason we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You and I are unlucky in love. Yes, terrible. Mostly. The worst. And spend a lot of time, I would say, of our relationship doing meaningful things. Most of the other time is spent talking about texts from boys. Yeah. Ugh. Hangouts from boys. It's the most pathetic aspect of my life. Yeah, but it's like it's exciting, too. Yeah. There's times when you're just like, oh, looking at your phone like, I hate him. I love him. You know, and... And it's so banal. It It
0: feels um, unimportant and ridiculous. Yeah. But at the same time, I find myself going like, "I'm not this woman. I don't care about that text." And then I like aggressively,
1: yeah, refreshing your phone. Like maybe it's come through. Oh, it's so terrible. And your phone just hasn't like shown you yet. Oh, and then when you stop caring that one second, and then you get a text from them, you're like, "Yes." Uh, Um, Yeah. So I figure that we would just have people on because we both do comedy. Yes. Right. You are the funniest person. You are the funniest person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we do circle jerk each other a yeah, lot. Quite um, often. And we would have other funny people on. Yeah. We could do that. or talented in any way. And just talk about relationships or shit.
0: Yeah. And it's a broad term. Like it could be about uh, your friendly relationships, the relationship you have with your family, relationship you have with people who you do comedy with or write with or work with. Mm-hmm. I just think that's the sort of the binding glue of everything anybody ever does ever so okay exciting. so
1: we can now I mean like this is our first one yes. this is all new everyone all new. listening this is new it's new um, this will live forever this is our first one so <laughs> we um, can now introduce oh, shit. who's here with us mm-hmm. that little beautiful voice you heard earlier um, as actually the funniest person like yeah that, no yeah. that's true we both agree on that you and I are shit compared to her yeah truly little pieces of scum um and personally, my motto for her is fuck you. Yeah, I say that too. I go fuck you, Ruth fuck Hirsch. Fuck you, Ruth Hirsch. Um, <laughs> yeah, you
2: said my name, yes, so I can't yeah, be a part of the, the conversation. Now. Yes.
1: You're allowed to. Um, that is actually something that we talked about, and I wrote it down on my notes fuck you, Ruth Hirsch. I wanna make like posters, a shirt, like, bug you, you're so funny. <laughs> i you. see you do characters, just you talking. I've just had a conversation with you, like on a patio somewhere. And it's been point, so we funny. put so talk about, I guess, the merits of bukaki for 15 minutes in a line. A with long you. time. Oh, yeah, that was really did. fun. A long time. And you seem like, to me, mm-hmm. you seem so sweet, so sweet. Very nobody, well adjusted, no? Nobody can see oh, you, oh, but Lord. you're just like a gorgeous girl. Like, just like slender body, cute little hair, just like uh, clothes that like, oh, I didn't even think about it, but I look adorable in. And yet you pull out some raunchy comedy. Yeah. You pull out some also adorable comedy. Thank you. You, I mean, you really fucking bring it, Thank right? Thank you
2: so much. Yeah. Thank you. It's so, it's so interesting to hear these things um, said about me. And I think that, like, we all sort of, it's weird to sort of see yourself from an outsider's view. Because um, I have actually described myself People as my, like, Aesthetic as like, like a young witch, you know, <laughs> so like, like just like my profile, like like I feel like I'm like a le- like a young witch, like I'm gonna grow into a witch face, you know. So it's very nice that you don't see that. This is just like a Dove commercial
1: waiting to happen. <laughs> this is what's going on? I will uh, Ruth Hirsch. I think you're worth it. Thanks yeah, I so think much. you're worth it too. Um, do you, you notice? Does this happen in other aspects of your life, or is it just Oha and myself? We call you Ruth Hirsch. Full name. Um. Well, we don't say Aubrey, but. Mm, Ruth Hirsch
2: it's certainly happened before you know my first and last name they're monosyllabic so I think it's very easy to Ruth Hirsch mm-hmm. like it's it's and it's kind of, its very German it's like it, it used to be like different. like screamed Ruth
0: like, Hirsch! Ruth Hirsch! <laughs> like it's Hirsch. I, Ruth. <laughs> I have like a series of words that I think are German but I'm not sure like what are they? Lugen Kegel which um, is like a combination of a flugan and a kegel. What is a flugan? I don't know yet. I'm thinking it's like a really dumb flute,
1: Like, you know what I it mean? It sounds like, like a, fire. you play with your pussy. Yeah, a flugen kegel. Yeah. Like a flugen kegel. A fluken. Do you do kegels? Do y'all do kegels?
0: Mm, I kegels try and then kegels. I forget immediately. Like I'm doing yeah. kegels and then I'm instantly distracted by whatever's happening in my life. And then I stop.
2: Yeah, I've never done uh I would need like an alert or something to do to That's do good. them. And I I just don't I they're like I don't know. I find them really uncomfortable and it's just uh Are we all doing them right now? I'm doing I'm it right now. Fair. I'm not <laughs> I'm not, but I, but Godspeed. Like, I <laughs> like I support you so much. And if my mom hears this, she'll be like, well, that's just stupid, Ruthie, because you need to be doing your kegels. Because if you have a baby, that's going to keep you from being incontinent. Like, she has very strong
1: opinions That is about true. Kegels. Peeing on myself is the least of my worries with it. I always just want, like, you know, my pussy to be so tight. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think, well, the idea of, like, men's like, I have to have a big dick. And when are like, oh. Need my pussy to be tight. Yeah. But Tiny men's sticks don't get smaller the more they fuck, whereas um, women's vaginas do get less tight the more yeah. they fuck. Is so, it true though? I don't know. That's a built in, like maybe reptilian idea that I have from
1: media. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, and if the doctor is listening, please call in. Tell us. <laughs> um, I feel like it is a muscle right? yeah, mm-hmm. And if you are constantly like pounding through it. Yeah. May constantly, we hope. Um <laughs> maybe it will get loose. I don't know, a little the baby loosens it. I think Because it's such a stretch.
2: But I mean Well, we need we really need an expert. I mean, I don't really know. I'm just here posing the question. No, I think you. But does it get looser
1: with use? You know what I mean? Well, I also want to know. Yeah. What does a guy feel like does a guy really like fuck one girl and be like it's so tight and the other girl be like it's not that tight
0: it has to be right well vaginas are different and penises are different and some vaginas are white set vaginas I would imagine Uh and then some vaginas are tiny little basically like keyholes of an organ you know what I mean (laughs) that's what mine is (laughs) like a little keyhole I see your face and I'm like Stacy's got a very tight just like tight
1: little little pink keyhole big on the outside little (laughs) It is pink, just like just like the entrance to a Uh dollhouse, you know, like a little eye looking through
0: it. (laughs) Eye peering through the vagina. That's what I
2: do most. I hope not. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Hope. Can
0: imagine that if you're like in a long-term relationship, the examination of genitalia turns gets pretty like it gets pretty in there, right? Have you ever had boyfriends or something where they're looking in there and just like a fucking science experiment where they're just. Like looking at your vagina and commenting on things, like what it looks like. I,
2: I've never had that. It's not that I would be opposed to it, but it just hasn't happened. I feel like I'm more. I think that's more of like a your role. Well, no. I mean, I just think that's like a like a personality trait. Okay. I think like <laughs> like we might be very inclined mm-hmm. to do that, but I think it takes a special person. And usually, I think there should only be one one type of person of like that in a relationship because <laughs> that's yeah. like a goddamn
1: mess <laughs> like it was like like two theater kids
0: oh <laughs> uh, that would be bad
1: just yeah, trying to we'll outdo each other together. yeah Yeah. well so actually i pretty sheltered when i was younger mm-hmm. uh, sexually and uh i first guy that i ever slept with messed around with all of the stuff i dated him for years and i used to just i remember um laying there just like watching TV, just like looking at his dick, like picking it up, <laughs> like turning over. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I just want to see it. I don't know, like, yeah. And just like poking and pulling and stretching, uh, and he let me, you know. Yeah. Um, It wasn't sexual. I just was curious yeah. and would honestly like examine every inch of his body except his butthole. Wouldn't let me do that. Just courteous. The weirdest place on earth. They are they the are weirdest? Strange. Like yeah, I mean, Disneyland is the happiest. The, the butthole is the, the weirdest. weirdest. <laughs> yes. Too. It's just the most, um, uh, well, I guess it's the,
0: probably the most taboo, I would guess, is the butthole. Mm-hmm. It just is very, um, I don't know, I poop comes out of it, which yeah. I think is shrouds it in some sort of, not mystery, but just sort of a protective layer. And doo-doo molecules. Yeah, and doo-doo particles as well. Yeah. All
1: around it. All around yeah.
0: it. And no matter what you do, honestly, it's just always there, so... Yeah.
1: It's it, tainted. It's tainted. <laughs> it's t- yeah. It's very tainted. tainted. That's funny. Um, okay, so Ruth, we're here to interview you. Oh. So my personal favorite thing that you do is characters, like voices that you do. Mm-hmm. Was it Glinda Hardcastle? Uh, it was Glinda Hardcastle. Glinda Hardcastle. Yes. But you still
2: do her. She's still inside you. She is... The, the the what you're hearing now is just like a thin layer above Glenda Hardcastle. Mm-hmm. She's so in there. She, it's a
1: fear I have. My like, Glenda Hardcastle is your defense mechanism that mm-hmm. comes out and you talk like her. Um, I'm not going to ask you to do her anything. She like might just inside come out the actor's studio. Around. But I always <laughs> worry about that. Do you ever think about this when I'm talking to you, Ruth, in public? When we see each other socially, mm-hmm. um, I'm always nervous that you're going to pull out Glenda Hardcastle and then you wouldn't feel comfortable. And then I always want you to full control, and every uh-huh. time I walk away and you don't do it, I'm like, "Cool." We did good. Yeah, oh.
0: good we job, Steve. Switch out Glenda Hardcastle. Yeah. When what what are opportunities when real Glenda Hardcastle would come out?
2: Um. Oh, she. Aside
0: from of course being on a show, I imagine.
2: Well, she's definitely. You know what? I, I'm I'm going to therapy now, so she oh, okay. she comes out less oh, because I'm just getting more comfortable being like this is my true feeling right now like i don't have a reaction and that's okay like this uh uh-huh like i'm making listening sounds i don't need to comment Um, (laughs) listening
1: sounds
2: yeah um but she's um you know anything anything i'm just not really equipped to deal with like a job interview or like being at the doctor or like a uh you know having to say anything that's difficult or mildly confrontational um or being hit on like being like aggressively hit on like it just feels like some kind of misdirection for the for the pursuer to be like uh this is I, not what i had in mind <laughs> like
0: gonna, like move when on what was the last time somebody aggressively
2: hit on you tell i don't know um it was a while ago. It was actually. Um, I feel like I do it
1: every time I see her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you want it, it
1: doesn't count. Um, I Like your hair, girl.
2: It wasn't like it. Uh, it wasn't crazy aggressive. But I don't know. It was a while ago. I I don't want to like mention. I don't want to mention events because it could be someone that we all know. I think
1: this is what this is about, Ruth. No mentioning events. Okay, well, I have a story about being aggressively hit on. And now that you talk about that, like, I think you're just smart enough to pinpoint what she is, Glenda, like, for you. Mm -hmm. But I think I have a voice, too, where I just will kind of change my cadence or change, like, because aggressively hit on. Last night, a stand-up in the community, I had blocked him. We've had a past together. Uh Um, Very aggressive person, angry person. And he walked into the coffee shop I was sitting at. And I'm, like, cornered. I'm, like, in the literally cornered in a couch. And he walks over to me. And um, Was he friendly? Well, he was friendly then. The last interaction we had, very bad. Mm -hmm. Um, When I told him, I'm sorry, I just don't like you like that. Like, we tried it. It didn't work. He was very aggressive. Also, one of the last times I saw him in a gym publicly, he kissed me on the mouth.
2: Uh, And I was just like,
1: Yes. And um, so he sat down and he was like, he started to apologize. He did apologize. He said, I feel like I was a real asshole last time I saw you. And I said, oh, okay, um, and then he proceeded to sit there for over an hour. I did write about it on Facebook last night, just 30 <laughs> minutes, it was over an hour. I was just stuck and he was talking about our past and him and all of this other stuff, but just staring directly at my tits <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh my God. And then he would say things like, um, you, you do look good, like you do, uh, I've always found you attractive, Th- pepper it into the conversation throughout. And just me, um, my defense mechanism, just like turned away from him. Yeah, Just like with my computer on my lap, still looking at it like, I don't. And I don't, would like open my voice and, uh, oh, I just did not like it. Yeah.
2: Crazy. Yep. What do you, when something like that happens, do you feel, do you, do you kind of, look back on that and think like, oh, I should have done something different, or I should have been more direct, or I should have stood up for myself in some different way?
1: Well, I feel like every time he said something, I was like, come on, you're such a pervert, you're such a creep. He asked you me to- He said that to him? Yes. Oh, okay. He okay, asked me good. to go somewhere with him. He was like, you want to go to H-E-B? And I was like, no, you that never day? leave the scene. Like, never Jeez. get them to take you, you out. You never leave the you scene. Never, like, if That's you go, if you go to a different location, something bad will happen. He did ask me, did I rape you? And I was like, no, Was like, he, no, yeah. was he serious? Yes, he was. Oh my goodness. No, like our past, you know, oh. he did not rape me, but he was so aggressive and angry. Uh-huh. Like he couldn't tell the difference that. now. Um, I know. Um, so, uh, I would say something every time. And I do think that men would say, you should have left. You should have got up and left. But then it just starts a more aggressive. He's already so aggressive. Yeah. I was sitting in a safe place, open, everyone could see us. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying, You're a pervert. You're such a weirdo. Um, But I don't know. Why do we have to do something different? No. Why can't they? You don't. I I don't think you do. It's just something that he could tell I was uncomfortable and he would laugh about it. Like maniac. But
2: he was uncomfortable too, probably. And that's like why he was I think that's
1: why people double down. Is there a, I think that's right. Yeah. They're uncomfortable to hit on you. They, but they want it, you know? They want that sweet, sweet V. And (laughs) they, yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 I just don't know who knows.
1: What vaginas are? Yeah, no, just the what the word V stands
0: for. I mean, what the letter V stands for. Um,
1: so yeah, I think he he was uncomfortable and he was like Ugh. at one point in the conversation he said he no I was molested by a gay man I can say faggot and I was like but you can't like yes <laughs> wow. yes yeah. it dumb. was a oh, crazy conversation there. I wish somebody was with me I wish I oh with there with, with their, yeah no he um bad me but stand up in the comedy world so you can say things like mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe that's part of us taking back our um, pride and our rights. If something shitty happens, we should just say it. Yeah. Or even if something good happens, like... You're much better at confrontation yeah. than I am. I think I'm more on Ruth's side. Oh, yeah. You're...
0: confrontation, where, like, I've been very uncomfortable mm-hmm. with people, like, touching me or they're drunk and so they do something weird or they won't let me leave somewhere and it's mm-hmm. really, like, yeah. invasive and they're, like, touching shit in order to prevent me from leaving... And I just, mm-hmm. uh, and I, at some point, uh, there's, there's some really weird, like, uh, it's almost like a, uh, like a time-lapse in my brain where my brain is functioning at a very slow, almost like slow motion because mm-hmm. I have so many, I'm like, well, they didn't mean it. There's excuses. And I'm, I make them all for them. They don't mm-hmm. need to do anything yeah. I will fix that mm-hmm. issue for them. But I remember, I think the funniest and most kind of ridiculous thing I can remember, which is pretty recent. Um, and my job no names. Uh, no, no, no. My job, my old job, no <laughs> names. Uh, my old boss. Uh, she said. Uh, she said something like, uh, I, "I got the chills." Right in a mm-hmm. in a board meeting, and she looked at me and she asked me. She's like, "Oh, are you cold?" And then every single man in the room looked down at my breast to see whether or not my nipples were erect. And, and so- I just thought it was the
1: most hilarious
0: horrifying thing question that you had that
2: thought in your mind to look for that like she said I'm not this isn't bad I just love that that's how your brain works that's like a very like comedic timing sort of thing like to anticipate oh she said I have the chills oh some people might think oh god damn
0: it every single fucking dude in the whole board meeting and you know I just saw their eyes like Shift, scan my breasts, look back up. Like, it's just they needed to verify in their brains. They're like, yep, they're erect.
2: Oh. It's all... Okay, everything's cool. Or like, cool. she Her ain't friend. cold, she's just
0: emotionally moved.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't see
0: them nips. I think this is, like, micro, like, fucking, like, actions where people... They don't even realize it. But none of the women did it. They didn't think to do it. Yeah. Um. And it's not It's not anything... Uh, I just thought it was super funny. Yeah. And I was also, like, horrified, but also thought it was the funniest fucking thing that had happened to me in a while. Yeah. Because um, it feels like something you could write down, like you could put in a sketch, you know? Absolutely. And when those happened to me, I'm like, great, I don't even have to think of this. It yeah. just fucking
1: happened. It's like, oh, how are you cold? And they're like, ooh. Their eyes are like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna.
1: Oh, God. It's so crazy.
0: And I don't, I, I wasn't offended or anything. As, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm very rarely offended when people... Um, do things like that. Mm-hmm. I mostly think of it so sort of far removed sociologically. I'm like, this is a movie and this is a scene in the movie where the
1: guy touches my breast and won't let me leave the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so
2: you're like outside of it. It's yeah, almost
1: like totally distanced from yeah. it. But, um, oh, I mean if you think about it in the way of that this guy, just like my guy last night, that guy that did that, that did happen to you some guy touched your breast in a bar, would not let you leave, blocked you and uh, it, he felt safe enough that you weren't gonna do anything, that he could do that, yeah. that he owned that part of your time. He owned that time right there, that he deserves to aggressively do that to you. Does that not offend you?
0: Uh, it's not, for me, it's not about offense, I think. I think mm-hmm. the word offend is uh, is weird to me. I don't think I've actually even quite established what that word fully means to yeah. myself. What does it I'll mean in Spanish, to, maybe? I don't know. I really, I feel like I'm. if I'm going to talk about the word offend, I'm just going to be spouting. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say in a lot of ways it feels, um, it's almost like adjacent to disrespectful. Like mm-hmm. yeah. this is your time and your body and your needs and I'm going to put my body and my needs and my time over those things for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely is offensive in the very sort of narrow scope of the word, but for me, I can't help it but be in a situation like that mm-hmm. and think of it as a movie. Like think of it as a, some sort of uh scene that I'm in. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't wound me. I don't feel less inclined to trust other people because of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um but I do I, I just want to talk about it. It just yeah. makes me want to talk about it. I don't feel yeah. offended by it. Yeah. I just feel uh I don't know. It's not an inert sensation either. It's not mm-hmm. just like sitting there. But yeah, it's not a fence either. I yeah. will have to get back to you on that. I'm
1: going to have to think about it because I have yeah. not thought about it. I just thought of the first rule for the podcast. Okay. Don't use big words. What's inert mean? Um, you know?
0: Sort of um, like nothing is activating it. It just sort of exists in its um, own. Mm, um, fist. Little, yeah. No, it's <laughs> only a fist and Fisting. Like, making a fist. um, yeah, it's like not activated. Yeah, That's the context that I used it in. Just not an activated thought
1: process yet. Gotcha. I just think I'm angrier maybe than both of y'all. No, I think that's good. I'm like base level like, what the fuck? Um, (laughs) Yeah. I think that's great. I sometimes wish I could
0: uh, latch onto those feelings of true anger more often. Mm -hmm. Because I think anger can be healthy. Yeah. Especially if you're saying to somebody, I'm angry at you because of this and this and this. And Mm -hmm. you get to express those things as opposed to them like maybe kind of festering or yes. like you create some sort of resentment because you're not able to express
2: well I anger. think for me part of it is that um, uh, I mean I've certainly been in situations where I felt uncomfortable and I think probably more than I even really acknowledge because it's just sort of part of life like as a woman like you know someone's be, like drunk and they're like too close to you or something and you just kind of placate them instead of being like you know what, like, this is a whole fucking room, and you are in my goddamn face. Yeah. Like, please mm-hmm. step away from me. Because I don't the, owe you anything, and I don't know you. Right. And I
0: don't care if you like
2: me. But it's like, I don't even go through those processes. I just go straight into like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to be nice. And it's not, for for me, part of it, I don't really get to the angry place ever because number one, it it really doesn't happen to me that frequently. I'm going to like knock on wood somewhere because, um, but, um, but I also don't, I don't assert myself. So I feel like that part of the kind of like transaction is not complete. Mm -hmm. So if that makes any sense, it's like, it's kind of like, I've, I need to say like, you make me uncomfortable and they need to continue making me uncomfortable for me to really be like, that piece of shit, you know? But it sounds like you're much, like Stacy, you're good at saying, like, you... Better, I think. Yeah, like pushing back on that, and if they... You're a pervert, Uh you're being a
1: weirdo. Can I tell you a a theory that I have? Um, Yeah. So, for the millions of people listening, uh, (laughs) Oha and I are what you would call plus size, but Ruth is slim. I have this theory, in my life span that men have felt this is like not what this podcast is about but this is like this so way to, talk about. to hear this men have felt um that they have ownership of my body because i'm overweight so i should be ashamed of it right mm-hmm. i'm fat i'm gross but um i dress in tight clothes i show my boobs like i'm not a, i'm not ashamed of my body so they are confused by the fact that I should be hiding Mm -hmm. in my house somewhere, but then I'm dressed out um, like I'm proud of myself. And my whole life, so I've had this body my whole life from the second I got tits. Um, And men have always treated me like somewhat of like an object Mm -hmm. for them. Um, Some nicer than others, some are like, They mean something sweet when they're like, I love your body type. But other ones, um, still inappropriate. Other ones are like, ugh, man, I want to like fuck that fat ass or something. Like, I don't know you. That's happened to me. Um, And I feel like the vibe I put out there, like perceived by men that are jerks, Mm -hmm. it like gives them more of a right to my body than maybe they would you. Like, um, you don't dress slutty, like skinky, whatever. Like, I can say it because it's about me um and then like my you know my tits being out my plus just being overweight like I think that
0: when mm-hmm. you're overweight me too it's like it doesn't matter what you're wearing it's more sexual yeah. your
1: tits are bigger yeah. your, butt, your butt's bigger your hips are bigger so you're automatically showing your body and no then i should find, be lucky that they want to let me suck their dick because <laughs> Yeah. Like how how often am I getting it? That's like the most you're lucky. You're I should like... be so lucky. I should be so lucky that like they want to fuck me because how often do I get that? They don't know that I do get a lot. But, um, like I I that's a theory that I have. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever thought about that or if you have any fat friends that have like talked about it but in this body positive movement that's happening yeah um which everybody should be positive with their body you should love your body I love my body I have really bad things about it but um I think men are not evolving to that and they like treat me grosser baseline grosser than they would treat somebody like you plus you have a classier face than I do
2: oh my goodness that is just you know I I think that there's I, I think there's a lot of merit to that theory I don't I've I've had to take time to like think about uh, my reactions to like men hitting on me and stuff like that because I, it just doesn't happen a lot I've also been in a lot of like long term relationships but it's not like I don't go out and stuff like I, I don't know I'm just I I feel like sort of uh, not that I want to be directly affected by it because it's um, uncomfortable. But like, I don't really have that many war stories or anything like that. So um, I'm, I feel kind of like on the outside a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I hate it when they <laughs>
1: they do that. Stand in um, solidarity with us. That's Yeah, all
2: you need to do. I'm totally. Uh, I'm. on uh, Anytime someone tells me about their experiences, regardless of you know what those experiences are, like, I'm just flattered that someone is trusts me with their story and that they're they're being so generous with it. Um, but sometimes I I feel like there's an expectation for me to be like Yeah
0: that Yeah when a dude said he yeah. yeah. was yeah. gonna come on my face and I was like don't do it. He's like I'm gonna do it anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah oh, that's happened to me. That's never happened. Um, to me. Wait, Ruth I just had this because you have a Liz Lemon vibe sort of like I just had this like thought popped in my head of like me it doesn't happen to you so like me dressing you up in like a leopard skirt and like red lipstick that like you inevitably get on like your chin or something and like taking you to a club with like a barrette in your hair just trying to get you hit on by I'll guys do a social experiment with you which just dress I'll, you I'll, up we like can, that we can i will do, do that. our follow-up i will do that we'll make new characters for when we're oh uncomfortable but yours could be like she could be trixie dickslayer she could oh, be her Uh, embodied that's just a character that we talk about yeah um I
2: remember from the 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 stock show stock show yeah that was
1: so wonderful
0: that was a fun show it
1: was so
2: funny
0: we do a show called stock show that me and Stacy write here at Beta Theater in Houston Texas and Uh, Ruth was on it. She's one of my favorite guests of all time. (laughs) The best show. Thank you. After that show,
1: we were so high on (laughs) Ruth Hirsch. Yeah, we were about... Like, we still sing the song. Like, we love it. I sang it yesterday. Yeah. Me and Billy and Tracy were all singing the song, which we'll have to... How smart. Um, Today, we were singing. I love that. I
2: love that. That was like just a wonderful,
1: wonderful memory. So, you are in a group called Micro Satan? Yes. You're like a full fledged member. I'm a full fledged member. She's like the only girl, but not the only pussy in there. You know (laughs) what I mean? I get you. No Um, comment. So, it is a uh, comedy group. How would you describe it? Um, I just recently
2: talked with Connor about this. I believe it's a comedic art collective.
1: Okay. We're talking about. I think about that the... is a really great way to describe it. I think you guys could be the funniest like group of people. Mm-hmm. Also, because Nick Merriweather. I mean, dumb, dumb, how funny dumb, that guy funny. is. Ned Gale, Ned Gale, I know. stupid. Connor, Billy, I think Connor Ray, is Josh. very funny. I think Billy is funny. I think Josh is. God yes, damn, John Wayne is, so is writing. So yeah. all of y'all are those all the
2: members? Did we miss anybody? Um, oh gosh, you went through them and I was just getting lost in it. Well, there's
1: a lot of y'all. Y'all do kind of oh, different. Uh, Clint.
2: Clint does the post. He's done the posters. Yeah. He does all the illustrations and um, Grant Carr. He does. Oh, yeah, um, super funny too. Yeah. Funny people. And you are going on tour. We are going on tour. Um, in february we'll start here at at beta um and then we're it's a few cities just around texas but we're really excited um we're doing we're we're planning the show out in a totally different way um and yeah we're we're pretty pumped
1: yeah it's i bet it's gonna be so good i can't wait to see it I'm gonna okay. follow you guys around. Oh god, yes. I'm gonna like wear shirts like your faces on them. I'm yes. gonna be a groupie. <laughs> a confused with
0: multiple sclerosis. Yes, but let him be you confused. Will, yes, you will definitely
1: correct. I will be
0: like, actually, it's a
1: comedic
0: art mm-hmm. collective.
1: It'll oh leave you girl. crippled by laughter. Oh my god,
0: oh,
1: that's
0: good. No, that's good. Yeah. Um. So. Yes. No. No. You do it. Okay. I wanted to ask you, um, what are your working relationships with them? Like, mm-hmm. how is it to write with them and be in? so many different relationships in the same group like how
1: do mm-hmm. you guys
0: get along um
2: well we, we really just kind of despise each other okay. no, i'm just kidding Naturally. um okay. no um i mean it's just like you know it's a larger group it's the lar i've i've collaborated with people in the past um but with with micro satan you know it's it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of people it's a good number of people um so you kind of just work with everyone um you know and it, i don't know you 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 section out like the projects you're working on it's like okay these three people are working on this like the then you just do it you, it's like art uh-huh.
0: incest basically yeah kind of, of like, um, Oh my God! That guy fucked that guy, and <laughs> he fucked this other guy, but then we fucked. So what maybe
1: art? It's like Micro Satan is a comedy art incest collective. Yeah, I think that's the right way to put yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I'll talk to Condé right about
1: it.
2: Yeah, I'll put, put that th- I'll, on. A stick. I, I feel like my answer was very like a non-answer.
1: It's <laughs> no. I mean, because I think we all know each other, but like, if anybody listens ever, um, they they're not gonna know. But you guys really do get along. Like, oh yeah, and your comedy is all different, but like lends itself to each other mm-hmm. yeah um you and nick are my like personal like just you're the mommy and he's the daddy <laughs> and like you're the you know and i want to be the baby in be there. Be the the tallest ones, that's yeah. probably why i'm like a you know yeah. you look up when you watch comedy you just look up poor connor and billy like they're not gonna get anything but any they it. but you know what though
2: they sort of what what i think is really wonderful one of the things i think is wonderful is that um you know i think connor and billy's this was sort of their concept i believe this was a running joke they had like since high school that's where the name mm-hmm. comes from and um they are so good at um uh and, and connor specifically like in terms of uh sort of running with ideas and being like yeah you know we're here to support each other and it's uh It's very easy when you're creating something to go into the negative place and be like, well, this is never gonna work. This is, you know, these are the the 37 things that are wrong with this idea. And to be surrounded by people who are like, no, this is is why it's gonna work. And like, we're just doing it. And I need that in my life because I am, bad perfectionist and i'm 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 endlessly grateful for the people around me who are like the positive pushers they're like 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 you two being like okay stock show we're gonna follow you around but you've got a 10 minute set mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can do anything i'm like anything and you're like anything i'm like oh my
0: god no
1: <laughs> but that's where Glenda hardcastle came from mm-hmm.
0: like castle is
1: awesome yeah and yeah Bobo. you. I would say she's the tenth <laughs> member of Microsoft. Microsoft. Um, well, no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I think Connor's stupid funny. He's oh, so funny, and Billy, of course, is just a little delight. He's a good hugger. He oh gosh, soft body, They're, like good face. yeah, good little face, little dimples.
2: The meeting, the meetings are, I look forward to them because it's just hanging out with people who, who really do bring something different to the table, but you collectively can appreciate that, so...
1: How structured are y'all? Like, y'all meet, y'all have Mm -hmm. deadlines, you guys, I mean, you're building a little... um, It's like a
0: DIY empire.
1: But yeah, it's like empire. Cookie. Really, yeah. Um, Cookie empire? It's, so this, for this upcoming show,
2: it's been a little bit more organized, I would say, in terms of when the meetings are going to be, and um, it's kind of evolving. It's evolving, like, as we... Is, is we take on new types of uh, projects. Mm-hmm. So um, I love structure and I really like it when someone else provides it because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I need that pressure. Oh my God,
0: me
1: too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Oha and I do so much work together. Mm-hmm. Um, on Stock Show, we do Stock Show, we do this. We do binsheets together. We hang out almost every day. Um, and I love her. I love you. I believe that. But so I, I'm, like, jealous in a way that you have so many people to choose from to do different things, like, different parts of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a Nick or a Ned to call and be like, hey, I want to do this or that. Like, you know what, though? Those two people, if call. you called them, oh, okay. they would be like, I mean... They're too funny, you know? I just no. I just had the courage to talk to you. No. It's because we talked about tampons the other day together. It's true. Oh, that was wonderful.
2: I don't know. I didn't know why I was doing that to y'all. I was just like, it's kind of the nature of the the Stacks podcast. Um, it's kind of like, well, yeah. we're all here. This is unscripted. We got to go with something. So menstrual cups. It is. I oh. did. I did get mine. By the way,
1: I thought it was great. I, I thought Stacks is a podcast that you do every mm-hmm. Thursday. Yes. At Stacks Vinyl. It's a Heights final.
2: And I I guess co host with. Um, I was thinking, I, I'm definitely co hosting, but is there like a tri host? I was. Tri host. Yeah. Everybody's co hosting. Okay, everyone's co hosting. we yeah.
1: Okay. Um, co host fluid is yeah. what it is. Um, co host fluid. Okay. Yeah. 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 situation. Mm-hmm.
2: But with, with Josh Brokaw and Ned Gale, who are also in
1: Micro Satan. And I thought it was good that you brought up, uh, she brought up. Hey, Ruth. They're like, hey, Ruth, what's been going on in your life? And she was like, my period. And they talked about her period for almost the whole thing. It always yeah. kind of came back to it. Yeah. Um, even when other people talked about things like that. So they weren't like, ugh, gross, blood clotting, ugh, uteruses. They were like just legit, totally interested in it. Yeah. So they're, you know, feminists too. Oh, yeah. Um, but you did, you went on a journey of diva cupping. <laughs> yes, I did. And you tell... <laughs> Hawk oh, huh, she didn't get to hear just hear a it. little bit about how. How do you know the what diva cups? Right, and what size and type to get?
2: Okay, well, um, so I just got mine and I haven't used it yet, so I don't know if I picked correctly, but you just got to start somewhere. But, um, I had decided that I just didn't want to use tampons anymore because they're expensive and they're wasteful. So I found on YouTube, this tutorial video that is, um, was put together by a 16 year old, um, from England. (laughs) And she was so incredibly informed. Um, the video is like 10 minutes long and it's not like speaking like with this sort of it, it's like jam-packed like she's like no pun intended she's like um uh I, I can't even do it I don't jam-packed know enough of
0: <laughs> yeah Sorry, I got that five mm-hmm. seconds
2: too. Long. oh no it's okay um uh it wasn't it wasn't the best um but I don't know she told me a lot I, I found where my cervix was it was really empowering no I didn't like oh, it oh, I didn't oh, I, nice. I wanted to <laughs> stay in there I don't want it I don't want to <laughs> touch it which is interesting because i was like really squeamish about finding where my cervix is but then i was thinking like any guy who's like ever fingered anyone must be like tickling cervix and like they don't even know it there's like oh it's just part of it. or maybe they do maybe they and it's just not
0: they the cervix they just think it's some weird thing that's at the end of the vagina like a yeah a, you know tracy has a deeper cup and recently cuz you boil it to clean it yes. right So she lives with a ton of roommates and like some sort of co-op or something. Mm -hmm. So she was boiling her diva cup in like a fancy pan but forgot about it. And so the diva cup like burnt up and it fucked up one of her like old male roommate's pots. It was Mm -hmm. a nice pot. And then they had to have this whole conversation about what it was. And he was super grossed out and upset at her. Uh, But for kind of two reasons, which one is you're using your, you're boiling your period stuff in a food pot and then also my food pot is ruined because you've burnt the thing. Yeah. So, you know, there's so many things that can happen to a diva cup. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
2: I, I haven't thought about that. Like would I boil my it's mine's a lunette. Oh um, okay, yeah. Would would I boil the lunette in a food pot? I didn't I didn't think it would be a problem because you're sanitizing it. You are it's not totally. you're not putting it in there with all the blood chunks. No. You're yeah, I would off. agree it's clean it and then yeah. you put it in there. But it's also, not a big deal. Yeah, but now I'm just worried like if I have a dinner party, people hear this, and they're like, mm, is this in the
0: pot. <laughs> mm, I don't want it. Especially if it's stuff like chili where it can just kind of get all... Yeah, yeah. Really know
1: Secrets
2: happening. in the sauce. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't clean it in this pot, but I did just dump it. I did I just dump, dump my it. blood yeah.
1: in here. Yeah. That's just just like iron. measure it. Yeah. <laughs> a little pinch, a dash, if you will. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we talked about micro-Satan. So... Y'all are going to go out. Here's my biggest question about your tour. Microsan, you're the only female, Uh but they're very sensitive guys. I would, I don't know all of them, but I would say that they're all feminists. They're all sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the sleeping sitch? Shower. What are are you guys going to do? I can't imagine that those guys are going to spring for a a lot of hotel rooms or something. Mm -hmm. Like, what are y'all gonna do I'm not sure um
2: you know and I don't travel a lot I'm actually uh I'm I'm pretty I get in my routines and I get in them like my comfortable places and I kind of try to stay in them and so for me to go on a road trip is a lot like it's important for me Yeah. so
0: it requires planning and like
2: yeah just like
0: rubbing my breasts oh that's fine we can all Mm -hmm. do that audience
2: listening we're all just (laughs) rubbing um start a fire (laughs) (laughs) Ruth Um, too hard (laughs) um but I don't know I kind of think of traveling as like like I think about how can I handle being constipated the whole time because you will be
1: yeah because I will be cuz so. you seem like the type that like just a trip to Galveston you're like I can't shit like yeah, yeah just like a just nervous yes. yeah yes very
2: sensitive so I thought I've, I I assume I'm going to be pretty uncomfortable mm-hmm. um but also I think it's going to be a great opportunity. Um, but I don't think any of the discomfort will come from any of the people that I'm around. I think that's just something, that's a gift that I have that I am able to share with those around me. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. I did,
0: I did when I stalked you for stock show, I did realize that the bulk of your Facebook posts were immensely either about food or how that food adversely affects your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and both of those things seem like they're going to happen in a uh, tour environment yep. where you're not eating a lot of food that you can cook yourself, more so just shitty find out on the yeah. street. Yep. And then also uh, money while you're going out. If you want to like get a decent food or get a decent
1: food, great syntax. <laughs> if you She's get- an immigrant, everybody.
0: Yeah. English is my... It's
2: my second language. So oh my gosh, knows. you are so articulate. Yeah.
1: For
0: so for one of those. For one of those, you know what I mean? I feel like whenever people find out that it, uh, English is my second language, it's almost like it knocks 10 years off of my life. Like I'm, I'm no longer 30, now I'm 20, and I have the expectations of a 20-year-old. Like If you're 30, people are like, you don't have a job. You don't have your shit together, man. Whatever. <laughs> but if you're twenty, people are like, "Oh, it's cool. You're twenty. You just got here. <laughs> you just got here."
1: I'm like, "Actually, oh, I'm you're, you're an immigrant. That's okay.
0: I've been here since two thousand and five. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the expectations of how I'm supposed to speak, they're just like, "Oh, I. You're fine. Whatever you say now is."
2: Yeah, you're good.
0: Yeah, you're totally good. I'm not. But yeah, touring it. is hard. I toured for a little bit with music, and mm-hmm. it is uh, both miserable and wonderful. Yeah. And I don't think I can do that anymore. I honestly, I feel like you have to be a really big, you have to be a really big musician or mm-hmm. something. But you know what? I, I take that back. If I was doing it with people that I really loved, yeah. that I really like clicked with, I think it would be totally fine. Yeah. I could do anything. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think going out. I mean, I think that sounds really exciting. I'm just nervous about where you're going to shower, or like, it, just like put. I appreciate that. you know, cause, cause take it is, some wet wipes. If we could get some donations, count, yeah, callers, oh my please. god, please do call have some in wet with wipes. some mm-hmm. donations for yeah. Ruth to get some baby wipes. Take I, a hoe bath in some sink somewhere. I love Thank hoe you. baths.
0: Yeah. I love the
1: word hoe bath. I don't Ho care. Bath. You know the thing. I'm not a. I don't like.
2: I don't like showering like I, mm. it's okay it's changing I've, I've kind of turned a corner uh-huh. but um I'm still like if I could never shower and get away with it I probably I think I would too I'd probably
1: yeah. go that route I've never felt so accepted in a group of women before because I fucking hate showering I hate cleaning myself it's annoying yeah. I hate all of it However, I love to stand under, like, a stream of water. Once yeah. I'm in, it's fine. But, like, yeah. at night, put some lavender essential oil in there. You just let that water hit you. Oh, my It's great. I have, like, a little granny seat that I bought off Amazon. Damn. That I sit in my shower. I love it. Um, and it's a conversation piece. Some people go in my bathroom. But I hate like washing my body or, <laughs> ugh, like my hair. I just hate it. Yeah. I try Ooh. as little as possible to do it. I did it today for you.
2: Thank you so much. Um, I did it today for y'all. Yeah.
1: Thank I did you. not. I'm sorry. I couldn't join. you yeah. Don't apologize. In your we can tell. I
2: thought about I thought about my options and I was like, this is the best one. I'm I making the right one shower. <laughs> by by I, showering.
0: I definitely feel like at some point in my life, I, I don't know. if I'm pretty sure all kids did it, but I would just do anything to avoid showering. Mm-hmm. I would just go in the bathroom and pretend to shower and I just knock water on my face and on my badge and then hope that my mother didn't smell me. Mm-hmm. But I honestly would do it for weeks at a time. Get away with it. You but, can, did your mom catch you? Cause you can tell. Well, like, oh, my mom caught me several times, but that doesn't mean that eventually she started trusting. She would just trust me again to take my own shower. Yeah. Also, I mean, now, as an adult person, knowing that if I had a kid and my kid's not showering, I might be like, well, fuck it. You're the one that's going to get bullied at school because you smell like <laughs> shit. But it's like, I'm going to try. But yeah. at some point, you're like, dude, just shower. And uh, yeah, I just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Getting in it is annoying to me. Yeah. Being in it is awesome.
2: Yeah, once 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 I'm there, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I accept it. It's enjoyable. But I still... I've, I would say... I would say my showers are definitely under ten minutes. Yeah, like I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what I do. This is something this kind of
1: new podcast exclusive. Wish could,
2: <laughs> I wish it. I could say like I do so much masturbating in the shower. No, I don't. <laughs> I um, it's we don't have a thing. We don't have a thing that comes down. Like it's just it's fixed anyway. Um, so it's I don't I I, I don't know if I've ever I, I've definitely. Anyway, um, so what I do is I take my phone and I, I put it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, I need to do that. And okay. then I put it in another Ziploc bag. So, you know, the seams are on opposite sides. And then I just pull up a podcast and this is how I trick myself into showering, by listening to podcasts mm-hmm. in the shower.
1: Me too. I have do the you... same thing. Holy <laughs> shit. But I don't put
0: it in Ziploc bags. I precariously put it on the top of the shower oh, and hope do it doesn't fall in Wait, my... Have you
1: guys not heard of these little speakers you can get? Are oh. they waterproof? They're Bluetooth. Yeah, some are waterproof. I put mine on my toilet and uh-huh. you can have it so loud. Podcast, music, whatever you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Bluetooth activated. See, I've tried you to guys. do it outside of the shower. Me too. I put in it in a can't cup. I can hear it.
2: Fuzzy. I put yeah. it in a
1: cup. Oh, listen and then, to this one, it, some Girl stuff yes. shit. Um, I put it, used to put it in a cup. Now, mm-hmm. I did on Black Friday in like an ambient Stupor bought a speaker thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. But they're so affordable. There's like little ones you can mount in your shower. And you can listen to whatever podcast you want to. Mm-hmm. This one, perhaps, yeah. Relationship. This one, you should this definitely one listen perhaps. to. Yeah. Um, okay, so you don't shower a lot, but you do live with your boyfriend, right? I do, yes. So Stinky Vag is like not a problem for him.
2: Um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I mean, I'm kind of a stinky person, so yeah. I feel like like within five minutes after my shower, like I'm back to my baseline funk.
0: Okay,
1: is that the right yeah
0: baseline funk? Baseline funk. I think that's yeah. a uh, Bruno Mars
1: song. <laughs> oh. I um I wonder if that's my issue too. I don't ever feel like I smell clean. I don't. I th- I.
2: Maybe mm. it's our our idea of what smelling clean that's true. is. true. But I think some people are just less funky than others. Yeah. And I've, I've looked up, like, ways to smell better. It's not like I have, like, stink lines around me, but, like, <laughs> if I got naked and you guys smelled my stink centers, you'd be like... Mm, stink
1: centers? <laughs> <laughs> you'd
2: be like, that's a stinky center. Um... But I think a lot of it is anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. I have the fear sweat um, mm-hmm. pretty much always. Um, so I just think I smell like fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I smell like fear,
0: basically. I've heard animals really like that. Like, they're really attractive. Animals love
2: me. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Do they I, smell your stink centers? They probably from a distance. Yeah. Like, they're like, she, seems, she seems like she has a great personality. <laughs> Let's go see her.
0: Oh my god! So you have you said you you mentioned you'd been in like long term relationships. The term being like what is it? Uh, serial Cere- monogamous, yes. Monogamous. Yes. monogamous. Monogamous. Serial yes. monogamy. Monogamy. That's pretty, like Kylie Monagi. Yeah. This is a terrible joke that I should not have said. It
1: was bad, but no, you don't you take you committed. Bad. Boom! Yeah, in your face. So I would consider myself a Kylie Monagi. Monagi. Sure.
2: Okay, cool. Um. Yeah, my first relationship was when I was like, it started when I was 17, and it was about five and a half years long. And then I was single for a year, and then this past relationship, I think mean, the current one, is with my boyfriend Kelly. You guys have oh. I met because of the stock show. Mm-hmm. I did, we stalked <laughs> um, him a bit. And um, we, we've been together for about, eight years now I think so um so I had three years after starting my period where I was single that's good before my first relationship and um and then one year
1: yeah in between wow eight years Mm -hmm. I guess my question is like how do you get them to like want to date you if it was going to be an advice show, like how do you get them to like text you back? Um, Just go back to the beginning. Like, how do I do that? Well, uh, I think um, it's not a real question. I mean, no. I know I know mostly how to run guys off, but I mm-hmm. also know how to pick ones who like talk to their mom too often on the phone. You know, gotcha. <laughs> but eight years. I mean, that's like a lifetime. For an eight-year-old, yeah. For an eight-year-old, yeah. <laughs> for my yeah. eight-year-old niece, that's a lifetime. That's crazy. You still like him?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's my he's
1: my favorite person. Um, Super into wow. the
0: dude.
2: Yeah, love that. We're very we, more so now than ever. I would say we we are very. It's it better with time. Um, we do our own things, you know. You like, do. I have comedy stuff. I started performing in 2013, um, and. I feel like it's, you know, it's been a positive influence on our relationship just because, you know, we're, we have things we care about that are not just like staring at each other mm-hmm. or wondering like why he said that thing or that I didn't understand that I'm now going to start a fight about, which still happens. Mm-hmm. But,
0: um, yeah, what was the question? Well, hold on. <laughs> so w- Wait. There, there wasn't really one. Yeah, yeah not we're just really
1: one. wondering went- <laughs> about so tell Kelly. me about, you had, you dated this guy when you were a teenager to early adulthood mm-hmm. and then y'all broke up. Were you mm-hmm. devastated or were you like, oh eh, yeah, can the next, oh, okay. I can't imagine. oh
2: gosh, it was awful. It was, it was, I mean, it was for the best and we're, I mean, we're good friends, like in the way
1: that like you kind of grow up with somebody, you yeah. know, like they. 17 to, was it 22? Yeah. Yeah. I once had a guy dump me after two weeks of just hanging out, and I was like devastated. I didn't change like my sheets or my underwear, uh, eating in bed for like at least another week. Yeah, you know? so I, I can't imagine probably, how you felt.
2: No, I would, I, I would probably do the same thing. Uh-huh. Like I just, it's just a different situation for yeah. me. I think a, a in a lot of ways, casual dating is harder. And more awkward because you don't have these very clearly defined roles and expectations. Mm-hmm. So it's like, were we boyfriend girlfriend? Like, am I even? Should I even expect
0: you to tell me if this is over? Like, is it what? okay to ask you yeah. if yeah.
1: it is a thing? Or is that make weird me... if you
0: do? Yeah. Yes. It's so strange. I hate. I hate the first parts of those. I'm always the most insecure, right at the beginning of a relationship, yeah. which oh, is yeah. technically. Kind of right when I right like the people the most on a superficial mm-hmm. level, when I'm most invested in sort of like, um, and them liking me back. Yeah. And that is incredibly frustrating. I hate yeah. it. It's probably one of the most annoying things I have to deal with. And I try to be higher minded about it. I try mm-hmm. to like, I'm into comedy and I'm doing my thing and I'm super fucking busy and I have friends that I love and I'm doing all this shit all the time. Yeah. But then there's that one aspect where, um, I do not know how to. Do any of that mm-hmm. part of it. I'm I don't terrible
2: think, at it. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. I, I really don't. I agree. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, the way my first uh, relationship started was it was in a very like high school way and we just liked each other and we're like loyal people and it just, we just liked, we liked each other. We're, you know, we just liked each other. So it lasted until it wasn't really working and then um the relationship I'm in now you know it was I I I wasn't ready to be in a relationship and I would have been a
0: year since your five and a half year from childhood relationship yeah
2: I mean so we had dated before we had dated within that year and I just wasn't ready, so I don't want to say, like, being unavailable has resulted in um, an eight-year relationship,
1: but it's certainly... (laughs) That's how you get them. You play hard to get, girls. (laughs) You heard it here first. Um, But I think
2: it does kind of, like, give you more leverage. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: you're... I I don't know. I think that's what dating is really about. It's about leverage, or at least that's what it feels like what it's about. Yeah. And it's about because I've also I've done both things. I've been in a situation where I've been too available and then I think the other person doesn't like me because of that. Uh-huh. And then I've also been in a situation where somebody else was too available mm-hmm. and I didn't enjoy that from them. Yeah. Um so I think it's it's definitely like a communications, expectations, all these like things that need to be established, but dating means establishing those things because yes. they're not there yet. So it's it's like can we get through establishing these rules to relate to one another? And then, can we get past that point and then agree on those rules? And then you're not dating anymore. You're you're together. Yeah. But that sounds so fucking complicated. And also, it's the first time I've ever really thought about it like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, I, I don't know. So I, sometimes I think about it and I'm just I give up. I'm like, oh, oh I don't even <laughs> want to think about this dumb shit. Yeah. I just want to not think about it at all. Um. But occasionally, I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. And then I'm like, no. I don't have time. The only time we can hang out is if they come see me at a show, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't have time.
1: Not, not too sexy. No, not you know? too sexy. Because your pre-show routine oh, my is- my uh, pre-show routine, yeah. Know. I get real gaggy. Yeah. Oh, do you? I
0: get very gaggy.
1: Not the sexy oh. gaggy that he's looking for. No. It's like the scary gaggy. I get
0: like, it, it, Stacey just looks at me and like laughs and walks away from me uh, because yeah. she also gets kind of grossed out because I f- it's fully gag. I, I almost think I'm going to throw up for 15 yeah. minutes following. Mm-hmm. I was like, just talking
2: up. about someone that that we've all worked with that um will remain nameless who who actually vomits before mm-hmm. and
1: after like pretty much every time.
0: Pretty much every time. Um, That's good
1: to know because that makes me feel better about like the nervousness I get just from walking into a place. Yeah. I'm like, Uh, like if I went to a show when I went to the stacks I brought Mm -hmm. two people with me thank Um, you so much we were like we're
2: we're super awkward about that like, just new people, yeah. so it's like, we don't know, like, should we, like, what's gonna make people feel <laughs> weirder, like, if we just leave them
1: alone, or if we're, like, hello, yeah, <laughs> welcome, thank you for coming. Well, I just knew that if I walked in there alone, I'd be, like, meh, and, like, maybe cry, or maybe pee myself, I don't know, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> um, okay. So, like, I feel like just one last thing that I mm-hmm. want to know, just this being relationship, we talked a lot about your relationships, your comedy relationships, like, your... Like love relationships, but what I do keep you telling is you is, like, to not your... say relationships because it sounds <laughs> like diarrhea. We were, I know, but I feel like since Ruth has like poopy problems, oh, and, like, yeah. that's right, it's my sick.
2: relationship, relationship.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. What do you think is like your one piece of advice from us for us? Um. Man, I feel one like
0: grain I to like live on. <laughs> I or something feel... that you consider important to yourself? You know, maybe something you've come to.
2: Well. Uh, well after talking about this uh, just from this show, I feel much more like an anxiety expert than relationship expert I feel like I feel One like and the same to me I've kind of um, I've just gotten lucky and fallen into these re- relationships that relationships that um, I've felt have been successful on some level but I feel like having your own things that are important to you and just having space to explore them and feel supported just is huge. So, that's good. I don't
1: I don't know. I think I, that's I good have advice. I think about that. Yeah. Um okay, so I guess thank you so much for coming, being thank our first guest ever. This is definitely going to cement us into being kind of best friends, right? Oh, yeah. yeah like all absolutely. three of us a trio T- of like women physical things yeah <laughs> <laughs> a trio, trio of are women that uh, are gonna just fucking take Houston by storm